you should raise your prices because charging premium prices is the best way to run a business. I know you've heard that advice before, but what are you supposed to do with it? Are you supposed to take the $1,000 projects that you usually do and start charging $10,000 for it? How are you supposed to muster up the confidence to 5X or 10X your prices when you've never been paid that before? Today, I want to break down my experience both raising my own prices and coaching other people to raise their prices because I think the worst advice you can get is just raise your prices because you're worth more than you're charging. You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one to two person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. When people tell you that you should raise your prices and you should charge premium prices, they're not wrong. That is a good goal to have for any small business owner. Premium prices are the way to build more profitability, create more income, and create more freedom in your life. After all, if you are getting paid the equivalent of a low hourly rate, then you have a very low income ceiling on how much you can make, and it requires you to be working usually all the time just to make ends meet. The value of charging a premium price is that obviously you make a lot more money and with more money comes more freedom and more flexibility, more freedom to choose the kind of clients you want to work with, more freedom to go to on the kind of vacations you want to go on, etc. But I think it's really irresponsible of people to recommend that you just raise your prices or even to look at what you're doing and say, you should charge more because it's worth more without talking about what actually happens to us when we increase our prices. Here's a scenario that I've seen many, many times. Somebody hears that they're not charging enough, that they should charge more for the same service that they're offering. Maybe they're charging $3,000 for this service and somebody says, maybe even a past client says, I would have paid you a lot more for that. You should charge twice as much. So this person says, yeah, I should be charging more. I'm a little scared, but I'm going to charge $6,000 for this project. So the next client that comes to them, they charge $6,000. And then what happens? Well, sometimes that next person says, no, I don't have the budget for that. That's too much. And they go away. Now, what happens internally to the person that just raised their price? Well, if I were them, I would immediately start thinking, huh, maybe that was too much. Maybe it's not worth that. Or maybe I shouldn't have raised it. I could have gotten that client if I had been charging the $3,000 that I was charging before. This person instantly starts to shrivel in and their confidence goes away because now they aren't sure whether it was the person or whether it was their price that made that client disappear. And often these people, because they were charging $3,000 before, would have been happy to just have that client at $3,000. So then what do they do? Maybe they go back to that person and say, oh, okay, I'll do it for $3,000. I don't know what reason they give them, but they might actually end up doing the project for $3,000 anyway. But the problem with that is that if you go back on your pricing, you're basically completely invalidating the value that you put on it. And you're telling your clients, my pricing is arbitrary. 
This is why I don't tell people to just raise their price. That's not how you're going to be able to raise your price sustainably for the long run. Raising prices starts with you. It starts with your comfort and your confidence in your prices. So here's what I like to do instead. There's two parts to raising your prices. The first is to understand what premium pricing really means. Most people, when they hear the term premium price, they think higher prices, as much as I can charge. But there's really two parts to premium pricing. It's the price that you charge as it relates to the time that you spend, also known as profitability. There was a time when I had an agency where we were charging $30,000 for projects that were taking six or eight months to deliver on and supporting a team of four people. Now that's a high price that might sound like a premium price, but based on the amount of time and inputs that it took to deliver on that project, this actually probably came out to minimum wage or less. After I switched to the NoBS agency model that I have today, that first project that I did was $3,000 for a one day. And while $3,000 doesn't seem as premium as $30,000, it was way more profitable than the $30,000 project because it only took one day. So that $3,000 one day was actually more premiumly priced than the $30,000 one. Okay, so that's the first thing we need to get straight. Premium pricing is about how profitable it is, not just the top line number. Imagine, you could probably get a client that you want to close right now that won't pay you $5,000 for a project. Let's say you're trying to pitch a $5,000 project and they say, no, I don't, I don't have the money for that. Imagine if you said to them, for $5,000, I'll work for you full-time for a year. I bet you they'd find $5,000 to pay you. Now, that's an extreme example, but I'm trying to make a point. It's not about the number. It's about the profitability. Okay, so once we get that clear, then we can look at our pricing and our offers and we can say, how can we make maybe what we already have more premium and more profitable without raising our prices? Some people can triple, quadruple their income just by decreasing the amount of time that they spend delivering on the projects. And you can decrease the time you spend on a project by creating systems, niching down so that your projects are repeatable in a lot of ways, getting more efficient, getting more organized, working with the right clients who are not going to drag projects out because of the way that they approach you, getting hired more as an expert and less as a service provider who is just executing on someone else's vision. These are all things that can help you take a project that you normally spend whatever hours, 100 hours, and shrink it down to 50, 40, 20 hours. And you don't even have to change the price to do it. Okay. So that's the first thing we want to look at. The second strategy that I like to use is one where I call it sell and raise. And the basic concept is instead of taking your $3,000 package or project and increasing the price to $10,000, which You've never sold anything for $10,000. So it wouldn't be weird if you pitched somebody a $10,000 project where the highest project you've ever sold is $3,000. And then when they came back to you and said, that's too much money, you would then start to question whether or not that price point is viable. That would not be a weird conclusion to make. I would make that conclusion too. 
Instead, what I recommend is start with a price that you feel confident in because you've sold it before and then build confidence in the real world through actual data, through actual experience. Because here's how I see it. If you are selling something for $500 and you've sold it for $500, so you know that people will buy it for $500 and you raise it to $600 and somebody says to you, the next person you offer it to says, that's too much money. You are going to be much more likely to assume that it's them who has the issue with the amount of money and not you and your price, right? Because if somebody bought it for $500, they'll buy it for $600. I mean, there's not a huge difference between $500 and $600. The same thing goes for if you're selling something for $10,000. You know, I would say there's not much of a difference between $10,000 and $11,000 or even $10,000 and $12,000. Somebody who's willing to pay you $10,000 for a full project probably would pay you $12,000 as well. I don't think $2,000 at that level is a deal breaker. Now, if we go forward with this line of thinking... Every time you sell something, you can raise it a little bit. Raise it as much as you feel comfortable with such that you ask yourself this question. If the next person that I offer this to says no because it's too expensive, because that price is too much for them, am I going to draw the conclusion that it's the price or that it's them? And if you can confidently say to yourself, I'll draw the conclusion it's them, because I've sold this for something pretty close to it, then you can raise your price to that level. That's the trick I want you to use from now on. If you want to raise your prices, sell and raise, sell and raise. You can. I used to raise my prices for a while. I, I sold my intensive one-day brand up in the beginning for $3,000 for that one day, and I got that price up to $10,000 just a year later. And I did that because over the course of five or six months, I was raising the price $1,000 every single month. So I used to tell people, sell it three or five times and then raise the price. And you can do that too. This is really about your comfort level. Um, So I would sell it a few times and then I would raise it 1,000, raise it 1,000. And my goal was to get it to 10,000 because $10,000 for a brand up worked really nicely in my, the business model that I wanted to have which by the way, is the reason that the freedom calculator and understanding how much money you need to generate in revenue to support the business and life that you want to have and that you have currently is so valuable because then you know exactly what price point you need to hit in order to achieve that goal. And then you can raise your prices with that specific goal in mind instead of just raising your prices, trying to get them as high as they can be. The danger with just trying to raise your prices as high as possible is that you end up adding so much value in order to justify the increase in price such that they end up actually being less profitable. I cannot tell you how many times I have worked with somebody where they have evaluated the profitability of their offers and the highest priced package actually ends up being their least profitable package. Why? Because as we increase prices, we feel like we need to add so much stuff to justify it and it ends up being less profitable. So in conclusion, sell and raise, sell and raise. And that entire time you're selling and raising it, I want you to keep your eye on how much time you're spending to deliver because that's going to keep your eye on profitability. And if you sell and raise, sell and raise, what you're doing is you're building your confidence, true confidence. If you haven't seen my TED Talk, go watch my TED Talk. Um, It's all about banking true confidence. And what I say in the TED Talk is that in order to actually have real confidence, you need to actually do these things in the real world, right? When, when people hear 
your work is worth more than that. You know, yes and no. It's worth as much as you've been paid for it. And until the world has told you it's worth more because somebody has actually paid you for it, you can't honestly say it's worth more. So go out into the world and offer it to somebody and get someone to pay you for it. And now I know it's worth that. And you can do that over and over again by just raising your prices every single time you sell your services, thereby increasing your own internal confidence in yourself and the value of your offers. And you can raise your prices in a very short amount of time to a very high and sustainable profitability level if you take this approach, because you're going to feel confident every time you say your prices if you do it this way. And your confidence in your own prices is a really important factor when it comes to closing clients. If you are uncomfortable with the price that you're charging, the clients can tell. We can tell that you are not super confident that this is worth $20,000 if you've never charged it and you're scared to say it. So my recommendation is to just go with the prices that feel confident and just keep raising it. And by the way, if you are selling something for $5,000 and you feel in your heart of hearts that this thing is worth $10,000, and if you told somebody, I'm going to charge you $10,000 for this, and they said no because it was too expensive, and you would think, well, then they just don't get it and I'll, I'll wait for the next person, then by all means, raise it to $10,000. This is about understanding and listening to your own internal comfort zone about pricing and using it as a way to get that comfort and increase those prices as opposed to trying to fake it and trick yourself because I just don't find that to work. Ultimately, the goal is premium prices. Absolutely. But there are a lot of ways to get there. And that is my recommendation on how you should get there faster. That's all I've got for you today. I will talk to you all next week. If you are loving this episode, please just take 30 seconds and leave it a review right now. Reviews help other people find us so that we can help more people know BS their agencies. I thank you in advance for your help. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with more no BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease, and freedom. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is Knock 'em Down by The Shrugs. 